Turn with me to John. John. I love this scripture we're going to get to preach from today. And uh, thank you, brother. Children, is the kids' church supposed to go back there or are they going to stay in here? Children's church going to stay in here? Okay, good deal, good deal. John chapter 19. Had to look and be sure. I thought it was 19, but I didn't know if it was 19 or 20. John 19, verse 26, 27, 28. 26, 27, 28. I tell you what, we're going to start with 25. 25, 26, 27, 28. John 19. I love this scripture because this is my Lord and Savior talking about his mama. I don't believe there was anybody on this earth Jesus loved any more than his mama. Amen. I know my mom's been gone this month, just a little over. She died uh, three years ago on April 23rd in uh, 2016. And there's not a day goes by. I don't. As a matter of fact, I don't go up to her house a whole lot because when I walk in the door, she's not sitting there. So I just don't go like I used to. Daddy will say, son, you need to come see me more. And I say, I know, Daddy. And I do go see my dad a lot, and he comes and sees me. But, you know, it's just not the same when I walk in and my mom's not sitting there. And those that's lost your mom, you know what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. John chapter 19, I stand. Pay respect to the Word of God. Word of God says in John 19, 25, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to his disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour that disciple took her unto his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the Scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Let us pray. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, today, dear Lord Jesus, for Scripture. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for the love you showed your mom, Lord. God, for writing it, dear Heavenly Father, so we might say, dear Lord Jesus, dear God, just how special you thought your mom was. I pray, God, help me to preach this message just as if you're standing here, Lord, just like you would today, Lord. Touch every heart, every life that's here, dear Lord. Touch every mother that's here, God. I pray, Lord, just wrap your loving arms around them and show them how special they are today. And I'll give you the honor and the praise and the glory for it all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. You can be seated. Amen. You pray for me and my glasses is falling apart. Amen. I give $5 for his glasses at the Dollar General store. So I hate to lose enough. Amen. Yeah. No, they're working. They, see, they're just, it comes apart a little bit on there. That's all right. I'll get through this message, amen. I just hate to have to spend another $5 for another pair. Amen, $5 is a lot of money, amen. But we're going to preach this morning on what is a mother, okay? Amen, what is a mother? What is a mother? And, and, and you don't know how I feel about my mom. And, and I'm just going to tell you, my mother and uh, my mother-in-law, 
And, and I know the ladies is thinking about starting a, a class on Proverbs mother or a Proverbs woman. And uh, I'm going to read you that scripture here in a little bit because, you know, I said the only time I'd ever preach that scripture would be over my mom. Well, I did preach it over my mom, but I preached it over Rhonda's mother first because she was as special as my mom. And she was no doubt a Proverbs mother. And if uh, I hope I never get to preach it again. I mean, as far as somebody that close. But if I do, I know that, that my wife would be a Proverbs mother. And I thank God for that today. Uh, I don't tell her enough how much I love her and how much I preach at her. For being the biggest half of this ministry that we've had all these years. And uh, for being the mother she's been. She raised my boys, and a lot of nights I was too tired or, or had worked and, and done, had so much going on that, that uh, I'd come in, and, and she'd be in there reading my Bible story every night, telling them about Jesus. And uh, night after night after night, and I never will forget when Ryan went and got an altar that day, his mom was right there with him. And uh, I lived with her every day, and I know the life she lived and I know how much she loves Jesus. And I'm tell you something, I couldn't do this job without her. And I thank God for her today. And I didn't mean to say all that, but I think you ought to pin roses on while they're here. Amen. 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 I love this scripture, though. Amen. Yes, go ahead, sister. Amen. Amen, sister. That's her heart, God. Amen. That's her heart. Amen. Amen. We love you, Miss Shirley. Amen. Let me say this. I want you to think about the script we just read. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. I want you to know there was only five that stood by the cross of Jesus. Amen. Only five. Now listen, Jesus had 12 disciples, right? But there was only five, and four of them were women. Get a hold of that now. Four of them were women. Not five men. Which men should have a backbone and amen, they should be able to stand up, but no were worthy, they had ran. Amen. And there were four women that was at the foot of the cross, and it didn't matter if Jesus was dying on the cross. It didn't matter what the people were saying, if they were screaming and crying, crucifying, it didn't matter. Amen. They were still at the foot of the cross. And I thank God for that. You know. I've stood many a time. This is the only church I've ever pastored that we had men. Amen? That would stand for Jesus the way they do. And I'm going to tell you, from the beginning, as we, when we first started this church, amen, God sent men. Brother Rick, every church I pastored, five previous, was run by all women just about. If I'd had to call on ten people to pray for me, at least nine of them would have been women. If I had been in need, if I would have been dying, and I knew I had to get a prayer through, 
I would have said, honey, call your nine best friends at church, and it would have been women. That's the truth. That's our mothers. That's our ladies. Amen. And you know, it just breaks my heart to see women, amen, beat and, and treated the way they are. I thank God, amen, that we, I thank God that we've got the women that we've got at the church. Now I've got to get on this message, amen, or I ain't going to get through. Amen. What is a mother, okay? Jesus loved Mary. Here Jesus is dying on the cross, amen? And this is a crossroads for the people, amen? And the first thing I thought about, what is a mother? She gets up on Sunday morning. She gets six kids ready, amen? We're talking about Brittany having six kids. She gets two kids ready. She gets one kid ready, amen? She feeds them breakfast, gets them ready to go to church. When's the biggest battle go on through the week? Sunday morning. Between a husband and a wife and children, when's the biggest battle go on? Sunday morning. Amen. But what does mama do? She gets all the kids ready. She makes sure they got breakfast. She makes sure they get to church. What happens after church? She don't hear hype of what the preacher preaches because the kids is all picking their mama this, mama that, mama this, mama do this, mama do that. Amen. Can I get an amen, ladies? When they get home, amen, the preacher, amen, the, uh, the husband says, that's a good message. She says, I don't know. I didn't get to hear it. Amen. And as soon as they get home, she has to start getting dinner ready. Now, I'm talking about, this is my mama. This is the way my mama was, too. She'd make sure we had dinner, wasn't she, Charlotte? All of us eat on Sunday. Then about 3 o'clock, she'd go to cleaning up after all of us. Maybe about 10 o'clock at night, she'd get to sit down and rest a few minutes after she'd washed clothes and made sure the house was clean, made sure everybody was ready to go to school and ready to go to work Monday morning. Amen. I thank God for our women. Amen. Amen. What is a mother? I believe she's the greatest creation God's ever created. She carried you for nine months. Amen. Amen. She touched your first kick. Amen. And, and listen, don't tell you that. I'll be honest. I, when my boys were little, I was a little jealous. Daddies, now be honest with me. I was a little bit jealous because all that, everything was mama this and mama that and mama and mama. When, when the kids get hurt, who do they run to? I don't care they run right past daddy, don't they? Amen. It don't make no difference when they need that special love, when they need that special hug, when they need that special touch, run right past daddy. And there's mama. Every now and then it bothers me a little bit. I think, well, won't my boys love me like they do their mama? But I'm going to tell you something. God spoke my heart and said there's nothing like a mother's love. Amen. Amen. I want to preach to you this morning on how can I honor my mom. How can you honor your mom? And I want to tell you men and you kids how you can honor your mother this morning. First of all, you can honor them by doing God's will. Are you hearing me? Are you listening to me? You can honor them by doing God's will. My mama told me all my life, son, you don't owe me nothing. My daddy would tell me the same thing. All you owe me is to live for Jesus. If I can ask anything of you, son, just live for Jesus. If I can ask anything of you, son, have a personal relationship with the Lord. And then you know what? My mama went right on down to my grandkids and done the same thing. Amen. The greatest way y'all can ever honor your parents is by living for Jesus. 
You know, I hear when I get out of here about you folks. So-and-so will say, man, that's a good people. That's a good woman. That's a good, that's good kids. Amen? Somebody's doing something right. They're raising those kids right. Amen? Amen. I hear that quite often. Amen? Did you know your way of life will tell on you? Did you know there's people outside this church watching you? Amen. Amen. And you honor your mother and your daddy every day by the way you walk, by the way you talk, and by the way you live your life. I hope one day, amen, if the Lord lets me tarry and you don't, I hope to stand over you, amen, and say, boy, that's a great, great soul winner here. Amen. I hope one day somebody stands over me and says, boy, he honored his mom. Amen. He honored Jesus too. He was a great, great soul winner. Amen. Amen. Are you honoring your mom by walking and talking and living for Jesus every day? Amen. It's the greatest gift you'll ever give your parents. I'll tell you something. There's nothing no greater than knowing both my boys are in church. Because there's one time that both of them was out of church. And I'll be honest with you, I'd pastored all these years and, and I wouldn't even want to say nothing. I, I don't want to embarrass Ryan. But I had talked to the Lord, and, and I'd even talked to Ryan. I said, honey, we failed somewhere. Something's wrong. Because both of my boys had been saved. They'd been raised. They'd been taught to wear the Lord. They'd had their stories read every night. We prayed. We blessed our food every meal. Amen. They knew. They'd been in church all their life. And here all of a sudden, they're both out of church, and they're both wild as a buck doing every ungodly thing that you can think about. And here's me and their mama saying, what have we done wrong? But see, the scripture was read a while ago, bringing up the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And when they're old, they what? When they're old, they what? But he promised us if we would bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Trust me, parents. You're here. Mothers, listen to me. You're here. And I know you don't hear half of what I say when I'm preaching sometimes because your kids is always saying this and doing this and doing that. But see, you got them here. You got them here. And them kids are hearing what the preacher's saying. You better believe me when I tell you. You may think they don't know a thing the preacher said. Yes, they do. They're hearing what the preacher's saying, and one day they're going to hear when the Holy Ghost speaks. One day they're going to hear when the Holy Ghost says, go get in that altar and give your life to Jesus because, see, that's not you or nothing. Amen, that's the Holy Ghost. And when they hear the Holy Ghost speak, it don't matter what anybody else is doing or what else is going on. They're going to come and they're going to get in this altar and they're going to cry out to him and they're going to give their heart and life to Jesus. That's why you get up on Sunday morning. You feed them breakfast. You get them ready to go, and you fight through it all. You fight through the fussage. You fight through everything, and you bring them on to the house of God because they're being taught the right way. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Are you honoring mom and daddy? Amen. Praise the Lord. God's good, ain't he? We don't dishonor our parents our mom by doing God's will, but we honor our mom by doing God's work. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let me hear, I love the Lord. Love the Lord. Amen? Amen. And see, then I want to hear next week when I'm out there, or the next week, why well, so-and-so witnessed me just at the grocery store. Amen? See, it's easy to sit in here and say, I love the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's easy when Ryan and Marcellus and Allie and them singing, oh, hell, love Jesus, and singing worship and praise. It's easy to lift up a hand. It's easy to think, man, I love you, Lord. But when we get out there outside of these walls and we go to fighting the real battle, that's when it gets hard. That's when we've got to strap up, amen, and we've got to put on the Holy Ghost of God. We've got to put on the whole armor of God, amen, we've got to get out there, and we've got to be a witness. Amen. How do we honor Mama? We honor by being a witness for Jesus. Amen. But we don't dishonor Mama, we honor Him. Right. Amen. amen. Are we being a witness? Are we being what God would have us to be when we get out there? Kids, listen to me. This is for you. You ought to be a witness at school, amen. I know it's hard. And you say, preacher, I've heard you tell that you didn't do it. No, I didn't, but I'm ashamed of it. God helped me because I didn't. I think that's why I had to go through with my boys what I did for a little season. Amen. Because I wasn't the witness that God wanted me to be at school. But kids, you can absolutely be the witness Jesus had you be. And that's right, brother. We reap what we sow, don't we? You better, if you don't want to reap it, you better not sow it. Right. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I can't keep this up here, can I? Amen. But we honor mom. And we'll have to find where I'm at here. I've lost my place. Amen. You just pray for me, man. Because I know it's in here. I'm preaching. I found it. We honor mom, amen, by doing God's will, okay? We honor mom also by doing God's work. But not only good. And let me ask you this. How many of you, don't raise your hand, please. How many of you prayed for this service this week? You know, I thought about the mothers, and I thought, I bet nine out of ten of the prayers that goes up for this pastor come from the women, folks. That's right. Amen. Amen. You daddy say, man, you're giving them women a lot of glory today. Yes, I am. They deserve every bit of it. Amen. I want to tell you something behind every good man is an awesome woman. Amen. Because you would not be a good man if it wasn't an awesome woman standing behind him. You better hear me when I'm telling you that. Amen. Praise the Lord. But we honor mom by God's will, doing God's will. We honor God by doing God's work. And we honor God's will or mama's will by doing the purpose. And listen, this is for somebody special today. By doing the purpose that God has in our life for us to do. I want everybody in here to listen to me. I want every individual to listen for just a minute. God's laid out a course for you. I don't know who's saved and who's not in here. I don't know how many of you have been washed in the blood of Jesus. But I'm going to tell you something. When you got saved, God started laying a course out for you, or he laid a course out for you, and he said, this is what I've got for you. This is the path I've got for you to walk, and I want you to get on it, and I want you to walk it. And if you can do this, you can honor God and you can honor your mom and you can honor your dad in every way. 
How awesome would it be to stand one day like Paul and say, I fought a good fight, I've kept the faith, henceforth they're laid up for me a crown of righteousness. How awesome would it be? And listen, if you prayed all week long, there ain't no reason God wouldn't just let you stand up and shout sometimes. I wonder how many of you prayed this week, Lord, let me be a witness. Let me witness at church. Let me testify. Lord, just let me be a blessing to somebody. Amen. God's got a purpose for you. Are you doing God's purpose? Or are you one of those that says, no, Pastor Jeff will do it. Sister Marcella will do it. Brother Ryan will do it. Amen. The elders will do it. The Sunday school teachers will do it. Amen. Or are you what God would have you to be? Are you performing and doing the purpose that God has laid out for you? Let me ask you this, and I, I know I don't want nobody to raise their hand. How many of you invited somebody just to come this week? Amen. I, I just wonder how many, and listen, this is all in your mind and listening and in your heart. I wonder how many of you invited somebody just to come so they might, through hearing the word, they might be saved. I hear, I get phone calls all week long from people saying, I'm bringing so-and-so. And listen, I'm tell you this. They call me from other churches. And I praise the Lord for this because they call me from other churches say, I'm bringing so-and-so up there. They need to be saved. That blesses my heart now. I just had that to happen this week. Had it to happen last week. I'm bringing so-and-so because I know they ain't going to get saved if they come to our church. God help us, folks. And I'm not putting down, I'm not calling no names. But I'm just telling you, if you want your kids to be saved, amen, you take them to a church where the Holy Ghost of God dwells. Amen. You take them to the church, amen, where the preacher will preach the truth that the blood, amen, is the only thing that can save your soul. Amen. There's a heaven and it's a hell and it's real and you're going to go one to other one day. Amen. Listen to me, church. Y'all get ready to come and get ready to play. God has a purpose for you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's to, to vacuum the floors. Amen. I guarantee you, I can come in here and hear Sheila singing praises to God. She's got her phone over there and it's just playing worship tunes while she's just working up a storm, just praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praising the Lord. Amen. God has a purpose for you today. Are you doing God's will? You know how God honors us by doing what he laid out for us? He honors us by our children watching us. Amen. And like my boys, they watch and they watch and they watch and they watch and they watch. And one day, they step out. And they come and they get in this altar or they bow where they're at and they give their heart and life to Jesus. Just like mom and daddy did. See, if they see you following the course that God laid out for for, for you, if they see you doing that and doing it like the word of God says and like the preacher preaches it, Amen. One day they're going to live that same life because he said when they're old, they won't depart. Listen to me. There's nothing no greater than me knowing every one of my kids and grandkids are going to heaven. I know that circle will never be broken. My mom and dad, my dad's still here, thank God, and I hope we have him another 100 years. But I know, amen, my whole family's saved and ready to go. That's something you can know, and I want to tell you something. People are watching you every day. They're watching and saying, I want what he's got. 
I want what she's got. I want that in my life. I want some peace like that. Listen, you don't know what's going on in these homes right around us right here. We don't know if they said, and what in the world's going on? Might, uh, might be children being molested all around us, amen, or mistreated or abused. We don't know what's going on right around us. You may be the only Jesus they ever see. You may be the only Jesus they ever hear about. God knows your heart. God knows your life. Let's all stand. Mothers, I love you, and I appreciate every one of you for the life you live in. Amen. I'm telling you, honest, my home church was Spring Hill. I was raised there all my life. I thought that was the greatest church in the world. And you know what? When I was there, I felt that way. When I went to the next church, I felt that way. When I went to the next church, I felt that way. But I'm going to tell you something. I've never pastored a church as great as New Life Ministries. I think you people are the most awesome bunch of Christians I've ever known. I think you're the lovingest. Amen. Listen, don't tell you, there's not a click here and a click there and a click there. It don't work that way here. And I thank God every day for it. I thank God for everybody that's a part of this church. I love all of you. I appreciate you. Amen. Amen. God knows your heart. God knows your life. Mothers, God knows where you stand right now. Amen. Daddies, maybe you hadn't been being the husband or the daddy you should be. You know what? Too many times I've seen the mama have to be the spiritual leader of the home. Amen. Can I get amen? I've seen, I've sat and I've counseled with couples and the man say, well, she wants to be the head of the house. She won't let me be. And I'll say, are you living for the Lord? Does the kids see you pray? Do you ever take her by the hand and get down and pray? Do you ever come to the house of God? The woman, a lot of times, has to be the spiritual leader of the home or there's not no spiritual leader. God help us. God knows your heart. God knows your life. As they sing, would you come?